0: Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, Episode 72, Fate and Free Will, the Astrology for the Week of April 25th through May 1st. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. Change is coming in a big way, and it begins this week. But first, there's some delicious moments scattered throughout the week, and when you find them in your own life, be intentional with your enjoyment. Savor them and store them up, because this level of Piscean romance, intuitive inspiration, and idealism won't be around again until 2033. While it's true that this much Pisces could be challenging for those with maladaptive Pisces expressions—think escapism, indulgent fantasy, excessive drug and alcohol use— difficulty accepting reality, a desire to nap and dream, to the exclusion of all else, it is far more likely that you have an opportunity to truly enjoy some area of your life right now. Most likely, that is in your Pisces house, but it could be helping out other areas depending on your chart configuration. It doesn't really matter if you know exactly where it's likely to show up. The thing to remember is, when you find something delightful this week, pay attention, celebrate, enjoy, and store it in your memory banks to replay often. Whether that's food, creative inspiration for a work of art, your understanding of love, the urge to be romantic, music, spiritual insights, or altruistic inclinations, lean in. Now for the more subjectively challenging astro news. There's an eclipse this weekend, and the energy I'll be discussing then is building throughout the week. Be aware, but don't freak out. We start the moon's day with the moon in Pisces, which makes Monday dreamy but productive. There's considerable support in getting all of the things done, and I'd highly recommend taking advantage of it. Tuesday is another good day for taking action on your dreams and following through with a plan. Tuesday night is one of those opportunities to enjoy your Piscean sanctuary. In general, it's a pretty great night for a romantic evening, luxurious self-care, artistic inspiration, fantasy, or escapism and debauchery. Entirely up to you. If you have a lot going on in your Taurus or Scorpio houses, all of this Pisces power is also helping out your Taurus endeavors by sextile and your Scorpio machinations by trine. Wednesday morning might feel a little hungover or jet lagged if you indulged a little more than usual Tuesday night, but I bet it was worth it. The moon makes a valiant effort to sober everyone up by moving into Aries, but the entire day is flavored by the Venus and Neptune conjunction. This is not practical, pragmatic, productive energy. This is a moonlit walk on the beach and a proposal of the indecent or romantic variety. Your Taurus and Capricorn houses have a lot to say to each other, and Thursday is the day to listen up. Mercury will be going retrograde next month and coming back to have a follow-up conversation twice more. Your Taurus house is about to have a big shift, so pay attention to what starts to come up for you in that area of life over the next couple of days. Let's just consider Friday the first day of May, shall we? And while I'm adjusting everyone's reality, I'm also going to decree June 3rd as the last official day of May. It's fun being me. I hope you have as much fun being you. Friday, Pluto stands still and Mercury slowly makes its way into Gemini. The massive change being ushered in over the next month is beginning. Be gentle with yourself and others. When a planet is stationing, standing still in preparation of moving forward or backwards, it is pretty noticeable in our material world. In fact, it's arguably when it is the most noticeable, aside from significant transits. I'm explaining this because Pluto is stationing around 24 hours before the eclipse. That's some big transformational energy, baked into what is already a pretty powerfully aspected event. Mercury is moving out of the blast zone of the eclipse. I joke, kind of and into his home sign of Gemini, which should theoretically mean more effective communication. The good news is, for the moment, your Gemini house will also be a little extra supported to offset any eclipse house chaos. Remember when I was talking about Pisces supporting Taurus and Scorpio placements, in addition to just being generally delightful all on its own? That is extra relevant Saturday, because the most beneficial planets, Venus and Jupiter, are meeting up. The aspect is applying during the new moon, which I tend to believe gives it a significantly positive boost since Venus is the lady in charge. The Taurus new moon is a solar eclipse. It will have the most impact for people with the sun or ascendant in Taurus or Scorpio. No matter where it is in your chart, it's a shocking but positive new beginning. I'm also going to mention perfections because they're pretty important when it comes to figuring out what astrological events are going to be extra important for you at any given moment. For this eclipse, if you happen to be in a Taurus perfection, you're more likely to feel a little extra bang, even if you have no natal planets or points in Taurus. If you're in a Pisces perfection, the beneficial blessings that are helping everyone out are multiplied. The thing about eclipses, and honestly any aspect, is that unless it's lighting up your chart, it's not necessarily going to be obvious. It could be something that happens out in the world that ripples into your life later, or it could be the job offer you've been waiting on. Curious about what part of your life is likely to be lit up? Aries rising. You may be presented with a new way to add value to the world or earn money, or you may suddenly find you value different things. Taurus rising. You may be inspired to change the stories you've told yourself about your very identity, relationship with your body, appearance, or habits that are at the core of your personality. Gemini Rising. This eclipse is likely to bring realizations about how you sabotage yourself, your mental health in general, or it could provide new insights into your spirituality. What you do with this information is up to you. Cancer Rising. You may be shocked into action around how you interact with your audience or clients or organizations that you're involved with. Or maybe you'll suddenly develop a new long-term goal that will define the next several years. Leo Rising. A surprising new opportunity or development related to your career may come to light with this eclipse, or you may find yourself suddenly being seen in a new light at work. Virgo Rising. You may develop a sudden interest or have a sudden opportunity to travel or pursue advanced education, degrees or certifications, for example. Libra Rising. Unexpected opportunities or insights around investments, a partner's money, or inheritance and estate planning could pop up. Scorpio rising. Your partner might be surprising you with changes in themselves or what they want from the partnership. Or you might be beginning a new phase in a relationship, which could be with a business partner or one on one client. Sagittarius rising. Unexpected insights around your health, including diet and exercise, coworkers, employees, or pets, could lead to changes in these areas over the next few months. Capricorn rising. I'm going to say this as gently as possible. If you're not looking for an addition to the family, be extra careful. Otherwise, new insights and new beginnings are likely in dating, topics related to children, creative pursuits, and all of the lovely things you desire. Aquarius rising. Something unexpected could happen with your family or with your living situation with this eclipse. Nomad life, moving to be near family, or picking up and moving far, far away from family aren't out of the realm of possibility. Pisces Rising. Look to your siblings or neighbors, social media and other forms of communication, or your daily commute for changes and new beginnings. As always, if you want deeper insight into how this might show up in your life, I highly recommend working with an experienced astrologer. If you like my style, you can learn more about working with me at wickedveracity.com backslash fate and free will coaching. Sunday can be productive if you have any energy left from the whirlwind of a week. If not, active rest and preparation for round two is also supported. May is going to be interesting. Venus, Jupiter, and Mars will be moving into Aries. There's another eclipse, which will be in Scorpio. Mercury will be retrograde in Gemini and Taurus. And just before the end of the month, Venus will also be in Taurus. I'm telling you this now because whatever the new beginning is that is happening for you in your Taurus house will likely be phase one. And while I think it is likely to be subjectively positive when you take the long view, it might be subjectively rocky at different points throughout the month. The good news is, by the end of the month-ish, you have some really positive energy pushing you forward. Light at the end of the tunnel and all of that. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. I am so tempted to wish you all an interesting week, but you know what they say about wishing someone a life lived in interesting times. So, instead, until next time. My wish for you is the flexibility to embrace a new beginning with the audacity of one who knows they cannot fail as long as they're moving forward.